The college experience on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by MyBookie.ag. Just in time for football season, MyBookie is offering up to $1,000 in free bets using the promo code SGP100. Up to $1,000 in bonus bets on your first deposit. Use SGP100 to play, win, and get paid at MyBookie.ag. We're also brought to you by Play Balto, the number one office pool hosting site. Play Balto is fully customizable, easy to manage, and most importantly, it's free. If you're running a football pool this season, make your life easy and do it on Play Balto. Go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com and click the Play Balto link to sign up today. We're also brought to you by BetQL, the only app you'll need to make smart bets this season. Line movement history, sharp data analysis, and a powerful algorithm that rates their best bets. If you're betting serious cash, you need a serious app. Head over to the App Store or Google Play Store to download BetQL and make sure you follow them on Twitter at BetQL app. Finally, we're brought to you by PickDraft.com. PickDraft.com is a salary cap DFS site specializing in position and team-based fantasy contests like their PickDraft and their Pick 6 contest. Sign up today at PickDraft.com and receive a 50% deposit bonus. And last but not least, we're brought to you by Sean and Colby. Sean and Colby are taking their stand-up comedy tour up the coast of California. August 22nd in San Francisco, August 23rd in Santa Cruz, two shows that night, and August 24th in Eureka, California. Go to SeanTGreen.com for more information. Yes, yes, woo, woo-wee, welcome, welcome to the college experience. My name is Colby, swinging that Dantabase dant, and in studio, we got the true piece of shit of the West, the, uh, I think the true piece of shit of the West is mud here. Yeah. Well, not leave us alone. Yeah, he's lonely. <laughs> he is lonely, but he's a good fucking dog. They say two hearts beat as one, Patty C. I have heard that two, said. Two before. of hearts beat as one, right? That's that's right. By the way, this is Patty C. Look at that introduction. I just went right into two hearts beat as one. No burrito. See, no fucking kiss stealing. He's changing it up. You know? Just diving in. Off the cuff. How are you, pal? Buddy, I'm a little sad. Why is that? There's a moment of silence within the past. 30 minutes or so it's been reported the are from our class, right? 36 year old Cedric Benson reported dead this morning. Motorcycle crash. Rest in rest in peace to Cedric Benson. Condolences to the family. That's right. Hell of a good running back. Great running back. Doak Walker award winner. Number one, a top running back in college football. Uh, Several years, obviously on the Browns and the Bengals. Number four pick in the draft. Uh, and really what struck me about him was that he was the number one player rated in high school football when really as early as I remember high school recruiting rankings coming out, mm-hmm. um, which was our senior year. And, uh, you know, that was, he, he was, he had a special place, Midland Lee high school out of that, uh, famous, uh, Friday night lights, Odessa, Permian, uh, Midland Lee rivalry. Yeah. You know, he, he just, he was larger than life at that moment. 
And um, it kind of sucks. It's it's a part of our history and a part of college football history that is now no longer with us. Yeah, that is that is shit, man. Uh, you know, rest in peace. He was a, he was a good back, man. And, and unfortunately, I saw that he died on a motorcycle. Yeah, that's the you know I, I don't want to be a dick here, but I'm saying yeah, it's like the Jason Williams thing. You know what I mean? The Duke point guard. Yeah. When you put yourself on one of those things, man. Yeah. Bad. I look, yeah. I have my motorcycle license. I was a little bitch about it. I got a scooter. <laughs> that was all I could afford. But even that was just like, dude, some yeah. hairy situations. Most I ever got on that. thing was like 70 some odd miles an hour. These guys are flying around. I don't know. They get the big dick energy and then they're going like, I get it. 180 yeah. miles an hour on this. I thing. mean, it looks fun as shit. I'll be honest. I've thought about getting it myself, but I don't know. I, I, I saw some bad crashes before it, especially like, I don't know. I just feel like you're, 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 I got too much to live for. There's too many college football years. I want to cover <laughs> That's all right. All, all due respect to Cedric Benson. Rest in, rest in peace. Yeah. We love you. Condolences to and, the family uh, and friends and shit. All that. So anyway, that said, yeah, aside from that little tidbit of unfortunate news, I am fucking jacked because we are officially in while other, all the other conferences do play their share of it. We are officially in two conferences that play 100% big boy football. That's the Big Ten and the SEC. And today, the Big Ten conference is being brought to you on a platter by by Patty C. And Colby D. Boom. The college experience. Boom. You better start thinking about yours. We got to trademark the as part of our uh, episode, just like Ohio Ohio State. State. (laughs) Fucking douchebags. Look, and if you want to start with the top team, first off, Big Ten. Getting a lot better as a conference, Patty C. Getting a lot better as a conference. Uh, a lot of that probably due to the coaching that has came through, you know, over the past few years. And that, whether it's Harbaugh, whether it's Frost, whether it's uh, PJ Fleck, Jeff Brom, Urban Meyer, <laughs> yeah, Urban Meyer, or Lovey Smith. Fucking uh, yeah, Lovey's well, well remains BC, and we'll, we'll touch on him in just a moment. James Franklin. <laughs> Franklin was a big one. Yeah. Good coaches. Yeah. They, they, I think they actually might have the best coaches. Uh, Cause I don't think coach. O is a very good coach. <laughs> I mean, Malzahn's a damn good coach. Saban's obviously the best uh, We're right there. He's not the best. He's right there. Yeah. I wrote an article saying he's not the oh, best. That's true. Um, Mike one leach is the yeah, best. Yeah. Saban's, Saban's the most is, successful. Yes. Um, fucking what's his name at Georgia. Kirby smart's pretty good, but he is very good. Mullen's, Mullen's a good coach too. Good it's too. close. It's yeah, close. But, it but I, I think must champs not very good. Yeah. I think coach. Oh, a lot of question marks still yeah. there. Uh, the big 10 has the more, most proven coaches. At well, the now that Meyer's gone though, it kind of evens it, it out. A little I think bit. it might, it might be, SEC. SEC. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, you could be right with Meyer there. Cause Meyer and Saban kind of go like, are, are there head. any national championships in the big 10 at this point? Well, I mean, there's invitationals, you know what I mean? Right. Like invitational championships. Scott Frost won some. He did win. He did win a true national championship yeah. uh, on the field. Yeah. Undefeated. And who else? Which no one else that season could say. Lovey Smith went to a Super Bowl. Any, uh, I know he lost it, but still pretty damn yeah, good. With Rex Grossman. That's pretty fucking incredible. Yeah, that's, right there. That should be coach of the, yeah, coach he, of the he century. Needs to have, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, and speaking of which we're talking about Lovey Smith and the fighting ally and I coming off a four and eight season, two and seven in the big 10 last year, Lovey Smith, fourth year, nine and 27 as a head coach, Patty C. Yes. Okay. That's pretty accurate. But when we talk, talk about some of the losses last year, 
Uh, they got their ass kicked by a lot of people. <laughs> they did. Uh, I mean, look, I tried to when I was reviewing this, I tried to like say I try to be nice on the uh, on the Illini tip, and it's really a challenge when you lose a game at home in your own backyard. 63 to nothing right against your, uh, against Iowa. Iowa, first off, Iowa probably hasn't scored 60 points right. in like 30 years. Kirk Ferentz runs dive and power <laughs> 70% of the time. Do you know how bad you have to get bludgeoned to, to lose to 60 by 63 to Iowa? Dude, look at some of these losses. I mean, first off, I remember watching that Kent state game. They opened the season last year against Kent state. Kent state was breaking in a new coach. They've been horrible of late. Kent state had a chance to send the game to overtime. They're at like the eight yard line and they, 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 I think threw a pick with like 30 seconds left, but they squeak by Kent state. They beat Western Illinois. Then they lose to South Florida at soldier field. And then comes, they lose at home <laughs> to Penn state by 49 points. One of three games this year that they gave up precisely 63 points. 49 point loss to Penn state, 39 point loss to Purdue, 29 point loss to Wisconsin, 30 point loss to Maryland. How the fuck does that happen? Yeah. Uh, 19 point loss to Nebraska where they gave up 54 points. So I'm sure that score was even more lopsided. 63 point loss to Iowa. Only lost Northwestern by eight. This team. Yeah. There's Northwestern playing down to <laughs> everyone else's level again. Um, this team got shellacked quite a bit last year. And, and that's why he went the transfer route and bring in, he, this might be a record. I think, I don't know the, the exact number, yeah. but on a, when I analyze this roster, I see 300 transfers. <laughs> Every <laughs> single person I cover <laughs> is like, okay. And they almost had wide receiver, Jeff Thomas from Miami. And they almost had AD Miller. They both did like, I guess, signed some paperwork to, for them to go to Illinois. Then they, they got cold feet, went back to their, respective schools. And, and then he ends up go, you know, going and finding USC transfer, uh, Trevin Sydney and Georgia transfer Luke Ford. I mean, a quarterback has got Brandon Peters from Michigan. I mean, there's also uh, uh MJ rivers potentially, but I'm assuming they're going with Peters, the grad transfer. <laughs> he was good. He uh, was good at Michigan. So you're going to see that going on. They got a, they got uh Brandon Peters, by the way, the quintessential four-star quarterback in terms of like, you could see exactly why he's a four-star and not a five-star. Mm-hmm. Just not quite the measurables an inch too short, you know, not quite a strong enough arm. Just like a lot of the women say with you. Yeah. A couple inch inches too short. Too short. Yeah. If I was only an inch yeah. too short. I'd be a, doing a lot <laughs> be better. Be feeling good about myself. <laughs> Look, they got Reggie Corbin, a thousand yard running back. He's back. He's back. Offensive line, four starters returning. And they add in grad transfer, Richie Pettibone from Alabama, son of the famous defensive coordinator and former head coach of the Washington Redskins, Richie Pettibone. That's right. Who's uh, whose daughter was my high school uh, sports marketing teacher. Was she hot? I'm going to give her, I'm going to give that a, uh, like if, if you, if you had like six or eight drinks, you might, am I, am I allowed to, to, to talk about if a woman is hot anymore? Uh, yeah. Are we, uh, are we going to get suspended from the air here? Yeah. That's you never know the, uh, the, the, the old FCC clear channel, the right? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Okay. Um, they were the worst defense in the big 10 last year. Oh, gave it up over 508 yards per game. Oh, <laughs> 39 points per game. Lovey Smith. This is his fucking forte. Patty C right. 
Now, if you're a Bears fan in the state of Illinois and you're expecting, you know, that Tommy Harris, fucking Mike Minter kind of defense. Yeah. And then you get this 500 yards a game, 39. Things have changed for Lovey. It's now, not the pros anymore. Now he adds in a Washington transfer and Milo Eifer, uh, and also a USC grad transfer in a, a low, a low wole, Bedeku, Bedeku, Just stop. Fucking <laughs> Bedeku. Okay, whatever language you're speaking over there, <laughs> it's very, it's, it's kind of beautiful. Yeah, uh, See, <laughs> hey, always serenading our audience with this beautiful French or whatever the fuck that is. I can't I, wait to go over to Europe and be like. Where's your better cool, dude? Colby, <laughs> Colby in Europe. <laughs> you can make a movie. You can make an '80s movie. About <laughs> Look, all right. I don't know what to think about this fighting a lion eye team. Uh, Vegas. Once again, we did the over and unders about a month ago. I wrote these from what they were on July around 13th or 14th. Yeah. They have uh, Illinois four and a half. I don't, I don't, I mean, look, I don't even need to see the schedule. I'm on the under Boom. the but, disrespect is real, but I'll say this is that, you know, they have a veteran team because of all these transfers. <laughs> <laughs> is it possible Patty C that they can find some wins here? Now are, are all of these cha- transfers that they all sat out a year and yeah, there's a lot of bad transfers. Gotcha. So, so you this don't even need to sit out a year. Oh, there you go. Yeah. And then for those that aren't, you know, maybe he'd set this uh plan in motion a couple of years ago and it's only now coming to fruition. We'll see if Levy Smith well, is Well, if you lose 63 to nothing at, again at home, <laughs> you better hope something's coming yeah, to fruition. You might find yourself defensive coordinating the XFL. Yeah. <laughs> right? If you're lucky. Uh okay. Week 1, home to Akron. Tread lightly. They've had their struggles with these Mac teams and they've gotten wins the past the past few years, but Ball State missed a field goal to beat them 2 years ago. Last year, Kent State was at the eight-yard line, stalled trying out. to send it to overtime and stalled out. A- any chance for the zips? Zip? No. Um, I'm gonna say, uh, yeah, I give, but I'm giving Illinois 55-45 chance for the win here. <laughs> not, not, not the score. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Although yeah. defensively, yeah. that would probably Illinois be on hasn't par. Scored in the 50s since Dick Buckus was there. <laughs> All right, uh, week two. They they hit the road. Interesting game here. That you could have this in the in the the piping red hot seat bowl. Uh, <laughs> Illinois, Illinois, Illinois. Look at this guy at UConn. Go to Hartford, Connecticut. Probably sat there before this episode for like thirty minutes, just saying ill, 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 ill. And then you know and I watched keep, that uh, going back. Stranger Things, and their lead character is L. L. So Illinois, Illinois, he couldn't help it. He slept on his pillow last night. Yeah. Drank some milk. Yeah. Milk (laughs) is good. (laughs) Milk does the body good. Uh, Look, who do you got winning that UConn game? Uh, I got, I can't, I can't bet on UConn. Randy Edsel is a slimy piece of shit. He's a great guy. He's probably a good guy. I don't know, but his football team sucks. That's all I know. I just want to pull up something here. I don't think, see the difference is when I look at UConn's schedule, they never lost 63 to nothing. Now they did lose 62 to seven, but that was at Boise. They did lose at home 49 to seven and to temple 57 to seven. We're talking about UConn here. Yeah. UConn is the worst team in football. They had a record setting, terrible (laughs) defense last year, (laughs) Illinois, even fucking 500 yards a game. Illinois is going to have a better defensive performance than UConn. Give me the Illini. Okay, at two so you, and got him, you got him at two and zero. Oh. Um, 
week three, they welcome Eastern Michigan. And I can tell you, I am on the Eagles here. Eastern Michigan flying under the radar. Love their coach. Love what they're what doing. A lot of continuity. Yeah. <laughs> you like that? I like Hey, every every bird team needs to have some. what's uh what's Temple? Who who? <laughs> uh, look, I got Eastern Michigan winning that game. You cannot tell me, you cannot convince me that Illinois, Illinois, is better than Eastern Michigan. Well, I can, I actually can't convince you of that, but because the game is being played in Champaign, and all these grad transfers, and all these grad transfers are coming through from all these big schools, they're not they're not getting small schools. That he's just going by brand name. Eastern Michigan won at Purdue last year. Yeah, you know what he is. There's a term that I just recently learned about hype beast. It's like I don't know. It's like one of these sneakerhead dorky terms, but. For someone that whatever is popular at the moment, you know, they're gonna like they're gonna buy it regardless of how it looks. It's just the fact that they have the newest trend that like it w- is what makes them feel like they're stylish. That's what he's doing here. He said, Give me USC transfers, give me Florida transfers, <laughs> give me Ohio State transfers. I don't care if they got my house one. is your house. Right? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Come on in. So you got him at three and oh, you're crazy. Two, and I got him at two and one, then they play home to Nebraska. That's gonna be a blowout. I got it two and two. You got him at three and one, correct? You have Nebraska losing. I mean, you have Nebraska winning in Champaign, right? Uh, yeah. Okay, so you have him three and one. I have him at two and two. They get a bye week, then they're at Minnesota. They get they gave Minnesota a tough time last year. Pulled the upset on him, right? Yeah, they did. They slapped him a little bit, didn't they? How the fuck did that happen? <laughs> in the midst of like five games, giving up at least fifty <laughs> points or so, they they just turn around and slap Minnesota. Not a good look for PJ Fleck. Uh, I'm going to say he rose the boat. This is in Minnesota. Yeah. Uh, Land of a thousand lakes, 10,000 uh, lakes. Yeah. Uh, I got him at, I got him. I got Minnesota winning that one. Okay. And then their next three games are just the, when they're going to get the shit kicked out of them. They're home to Michigan home for homecoming to Wisconsin. And then at Purdue three L's. Yes. So that's, that's five straight L's six mm-hmm. straight L's for me. They're two and six. Hmm. Then they get Rutgers in Champaign. <clears throat> that that's a win. That's, that's a late that's, season W for Lovey. Yeah. Three and six. And then they're at Michigan state three and seven. They get a bye week. Then they're at Iowa three and eight. And then they're home to Northwestern, which I say is possible. Sure. But they're not gonna. Well, it's, it's very possible because not only does Northwestern play down to the level of competition, but it's in Champaign, which, you know, if you're used to playing in seven point games against uh Northwestern and home field advantage typically gives you a three point edge yeah. on average. Then that's one almost, play. One yeah, play. Can one cha- play. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. I, I, so what's their over under four and a half, four and a half. I had them at, I had them at four. I have them at three and I think it's possible. They get a fourth. I'm on the under Patty. C. I'm on the under. Does he keep his job at four and eight? It depends how competitive they are. I think if they're, if they're in a lot of those games, yeah, Maybe he gets one more year. Maybe one more. You lose sixty three to nothing. <laughs> Maybe he doesn't get one more week. All right. Yeah, I think he's uh, earned himself that short of a leash at that point. <laughs> at this point, I mean, I mean, dude, I just don't understand. Like, I, I question the hire from the start, but I also question the Herm Edwards when that one's working out. So, so maybe, yeah. maybe I need to start thinking about mine. As as we all do. Okay, so next up is the Indiana who. Who? Who's <laughs> Give her a fucking, fucking idiot. morons. All right. Uh, first, first thought on oh, in Indiana, Patty. See, this would be a bowl team every year. 
if they played an eight game season. This team is actually, they go five and seven every year. And I feel like they're a lot better than five and seven. I feel like even if they're in the big 10 West, they would probably win seven games. Yeah. 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 The fact they're in that gauntlet where you have to play Michigan state, Michigan, Penn state, Ohio state every year. That's, that's That's four losses right there. And then Um, you throw in a Maryland team that can get chippy every now and then. Yeah. And they play Virginia at a conference again, probably with the SEC West, well, and one A, one B for the toughest division yeah, in all of football. But you, I mean, you your you're cross division games and stuff. I don't know. Um, Tom Allen, not Tim Allen. Well, let me tell you though, Indiana needs to do some home improvement. Hey, oh, <laughs> see what I did there? I see what you did. They need a little Al Borland in their life. They do need an Al Borland. You remember that linebacker Borland for uh, the Wisconsin? I do. Quit yeah. after a year in the, on the Niners. Took Man. a paycheck for a year and then. Then now he's off into the time. sunset. Hello. Yeah. Fucking uh, that hot chick. Who is that chick? On that was tools? Pamela Anderson. You that crazy, was Pamela Anderson. Crazy bastard. I feel like she was a brunette. I think they had a couple hot chicks take that job. At okay. Point. Well, this is not Pamela Anderson stadium in, in what happened? Computer uh, broke. No, look, Tom Allen, 10 and 15 overall. I feel like he's doing a solid job. He was the D coordinator under Kevin Wilson. When this, when Kevin Wilson got fired, this team is not that bad. Quarterback Peyton Ramsey is good. Now they did take a bit of a depth uh, hit when Jack Tuttle transferred to uh, to Utah. Yeah, but uh, Peyton Ramsey is pretty good quarterback. They got a thousand yard running back, and, and by the way, I feel like low key. He was a freshman last year. Stevie Scott, eleven hundred yard season. I really like the guy the way the the way he runs. Good, good, good back. They got a couple uh, good receivers: Donovan Hale and Nick Westbrook. Patty C three starters back on the O line. I like when I look at the team now. Okay. Tom Allen was a defensive guy. You want to look at where to improve this team. It'll be on defense. They lose the top two tacklers and, and, and you know, you can't give up uh, 30 points or more in seven of the last nine games. That's not good. That's yeah. not good. Lots of room for improvement there, uh, but they do return nine of 11 of the top tacklers. So you got to like that. Sure. Got the whole secondary back. Whole entire secondary. Safety, Marcelo Ball, Raheem Lane back. Defensive front has good size, so you gotta like that. Uh they got a guy named Raekwon Jones. I'm I'm pro pro names of pro uh, Wu Tang. Yeah. Uh, if there's a guy named Old Dirty Bastard on the special teams, <laughs> that is their punter, old dirty bastard. I would appreciate Indiana's that. Indiana's moving in the right yeah. direction. <laughs> But overall, no more Jimmy Chitwoods in Hoosierville. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> more old dirty bastards, please. <laughs> um, oh wait, did they get Nick Tuttle? I think they got Nick Tuttle. Um, anyway, this team, uh, if they can just improve a little bit on defense, which they should, bringing back that much talent. The over under in Vegas is six and a half as of a month ago. I think this number might have dropped recently, but. We're basing it on it. We're being fair. We filled it out. Well, you know, oh, we're yeah. going on a month ago when we did everyone's numbers at the same time. Not going to do all this bullshit. Vegas is so fickle. We stick to our guns here. Right. We hold them accountable. So, Pat TC, do you see the Ho- the Hoosiers getting it done? Week one in Indianapolis. Neutral site against your ball state Cardinals. Patty C love to pick him in college basketball. Love them a little bit in college football. I want to go ahead and say, if I can define a, a mid major that Patty C truly loves, it is the ball state Cardinals ball state. You know, what I really love is their helmet. 
It's just, it is a beautiful helmet. Just a red helmet with the word Ball State written on it in like Times New Roman font. Or oh, they get the Cardinal also. Oh, yeah. I'm looking at is it? Oh. No, they do both. I think they, they have an alternate and they have a, okay. Yeah. Sometimes they, they spice it up for us a little bit. Exactly. They get Eastern. They're going to beat Ball State. Week two, they get Eastern Illinois. The Panthers. They're going to take them down two and L. Can you, are you starting to believe two and L? I am a big believer. Okay, in then, Hoosier football. Then they play. They welcome Ohio State and Indiana. Welcome team, Ohio. Yeah. Indiana's a team though that is kind of fucked with them. They haven't upset them, but they've had multiple double-digit leads at halftime recently against mm. Ohio State, but yet still took an L. Yeah. Any chance they pull the upset on Saturday, September fourteenth, Patty C. Uh, there's a chance they'll be up at halftime. I'll say that much. Um, yeah. but you have to figure that trend will continue. So two and one, then they're home to Yukon. I love the big Ten's philosophy of like, Hey, let's get some, some wins. Let's all schedule Yukon. Yeah. It's like, right? let's, we could schedule FCS and, you know, lose yeah. a game <laughs> or we could schedule like yeah. division three, which is Yukon yeah. and uh, get a free wins. Okay. Been to a BCS game more recently than a lot of teams. It's true. They did get ass pounded by Oklahoma in that game <laughs> showing they did not belong there, but they made it. Had some pros, Dan Orlovsky, Donald Brown, the running back. East was severely uh, depleted due to um, expansion. Uh, So I got them three and one to start the season. I think you do too, right? Uh, Yeah. And then they're at Michigan state. This is where the losing starts. Three and two. They get a bye. Then they're home to Rutgers four and two. Actually, this is they pick up some wins here. At Maryland five and two. And then they're at Nebraska. This is where the losing yeah. starts. At Nebraska five and three, home to Northwestern. This is a winnable game. This is a very winnable game. You almost want to pick. If this they one. win this one, they go bowling. Yeah, this is this is the game the season hinges yes, on. But they're gonna lose. <laughs> and Patty I, Fitzgerald's been doing it too yeah. well lately. I mean that that I wouldn't be surprised if they won that, but sure. They get a bye, then they're at Penn State, home to Michigan and at Purdue. They lose all those. This team's going five and seven again. Will will they be the lucky recipient of the Pat uh, Fitzgerald annual egg uh, that, that he yeah, lays? Exactly, exactly. If that could happen, that would be very good for Tom Allen and company. But, but five and seven seems to be. So we are on the under. NC Nick's on the under. By the way, NC Nick was on the under on Illinois as well. We're seeing eye to eye. We are seeing eye to fucking eye. Indiana. Vaughn Dunbar, swaggiest uh, player to ever come from Indiana. Uh, you know, I was a fan. I was a fan. I loved him on the New Orleans Saints. You know, he's pretty pretty big baller. A great visor use there. You know, Indiana needs more guys looking like this. Not many people rock the visor anymore. Yeah, it's a lost art, especially the mirror visor. They're coming out with some of these visors with like uh, like actual letters like printed on the front of them. Why? Who rocks? I mean, how come no one rocks the visor anymore? It's a little passe, I suppose. You know. Little 1990s. I used to like the safety. I feel like safeties were always rock advisor. Yeah. Fred Taylor, the straight mirror. You know, they, they just don't know how to do it anymore. The college football has lost its swag. It's this generation, right? Yeah. No one makes up their own touchdown dance. They all just do yeah. like the whatever the latest rap dance is, you know. Yeah. Have some creativity. Fucking style yourselves a little bit. You bastards bitches. with your comic book movies and your shitty music. <laughs> Get off my lawn. <laughs> uh, okay. Next up. We're going to talk about the Iowa Hawkeyes, Patty C and your boy, Kirk Ferentz. Let's talk a little bit about Kirk Ferentz Uh, coming off a nine and four season, his 21st year in Iowa city. That's a hell of a run. That is, is he the longest tenured uh, head coach? And then after that would be Gary Patterson. Okay. 
Wow. 21 years coming off a nine and four season, Patty C. Yeah. You, you, you look back and he's had two, two, 12 wins, 12 seasons, win or 11 wins, seasons, yeah. or at least or double digit se- win seasons in the past 10 years. He's had a bunch of nine and four or nine and five or eight and five. And, but he's only had one losing season in 10 years. He is John Q consistent. Uh, I'm going to go and we're going to list Kirk Francis seasons one through 20. Let's do it. Let's do it. Ready. 1999. Yes. We went back to the nineties. Prince. <laughs> right. That's right. Uh, Iowa one in 10 in his first season. Hey, it, 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 it's tough. Sometimes you walk you in gotta turn Bill Snyder did the same shit yeah. at K state. Bill McCartney did the same thing at Colorado. You're changing the culture. Patience is needed. That's right. Season two, three and nine. Wow. Then we see the true Kirk fans. Seven and five, season three. Yes, that's. And then he had some great years in the early 2000s 11 and two, 10 and three, 10 and two. Woo! Things were looking Woo! up in Iowa City. You're telling me in five, like he's had five double digit win seasons in 20 years. That's really impressive. At Iowa, I suppose that is pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, then the. Since then, it's been Kirk Ferentz all the way through. Ready? I'm just going to rip these yeah. and wrap it up. Now, there are, like we said in the last 10 years, two anomaly seasons with uh, 10 plus wins. But seven and five, six and seven, six and six, nine and four, 11 and two, eight and five, seven and six, four and eight, eight and five, seven and six, 12 and two, eight and five, eight and five, nine and four. I only see one dud in there. Yeah, that four so, and eight. Yeah. They're going bowling. Yeah. Well, and if you look at this team in the last 18 years, this team has missed a bowl one time. Yeah. That's fucking incredible. And, and uh, when you look at this team, dude, this is a classic slept on team. Like this is a team that actually could win 10 games. Yeah. You think, Oh, they lost two tight ends in the first round, which is amazing that they even got that. You know, that's having two tight ends drafted in the whole draft is impressive. Right. Let alone in the first 15 yeah. picks. <laughs> uh, but dude, I look at this team and you got Nathan Stanley, a veteran quarterback does not make a lot of turnovers, plays, plays good ball. Kirk cousins, 2.0. You might say there you go. O line is ultimate it, game manager. Uh, the O line should be better. Um, they got three good capable running backs in uh Makai Sargent, Torin young and ivory Kelly Martin. They're going to just pound the shit out of the ball. You know, you, you got a couple of different, uh, I mean, they, the receivers they got to replace, but I, mean, I feel like it's a plug and play thing with Iowa wide receivers. Um, defensively, those where you really look at this team and you think, dude, we could be sleeping on them because yeah. they've got maybe the best defensive end in all of college football and AJ Epanasa, uh, whatever the fuck his name is. <laughs> and uh, they got a great player at almost every position, Patty C, on defense. Yeah. Didn't they have the uh, Thorpe Award winner? The, no, uh, Bob Sanders back in the day. More recently than that. Um, uh, yeah, they did. He went to the Packers. I forget his name. Yeah. Um, Iowa, not not what you'd expect to be defensive back you, but. They coach him up, man. They do. They got a safety, Geno Stone, that's on the NFL radar. They got Chauncey Golston, defensive end. Another corner in Michael Ojemadua, some shit like that. And uh, linebacker Christian Welch. Dude, this team, when you really analyze it, man. I shit you not. You look at it. You're like, this team's completely flying under the radar because they're sound at almost every position. And they're, exp- and they're, and they're, they're veterans. Very and they have a they're good quarterback all upperclassmen, this year. Like, For a Kirk Ferentz team that's based on solid fundamentals, having experience and good quarterback play is the difference between a seven and five year and a 11 and two year. 
So. But I know we're uh, like I, I look at Vegas's number for Iowa and it says seven and a half, and I'm thinking, hey, the Big Ten West is much more challenging. There's no way this team is probably they're gonna maybe go eight and four, but uh, I know that I'm probably sleeping on them. I feel like I'm sleeping on them because <laughs> when I read that, when I read that their defense is great on every level, and and they have NFL players gonna, that are gonna be drafted, I'm thinking, well, fuck, maybe I'm underestimating the Hawkeyes again. They're an easy team to underestimate, Pat. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like seven and a half is the number in Vegas. Uh, week one, they get the Miami Red Hawks. That's a win. Can we agree there? Yeah. Week two, they welcome in the Scarlet Knights of Rutgers. That's a win there. Yeah. Now week three, we gave this one. This is a rivalry game, so we should really take this with a grain of salt. We gave this one to the Cyclones. It's in Ames, but I tell you, the more you read about Iowa, you think that they could easily steal this game, dude. Yeah. Uh, I don't even know if steals the right word. They might be the better fucking team. After all that hype, we just gave Iowa state. I'm just saying when you read about Iowa and you see all these, they're an easy team to go to sleep on Iowa. Yeah. And, and, and that's a mistake. It's been proven time and again, like Nate Stanley's a senior quarterback. Brock Purdy's a sophomore. Do you ever heard of the sophomore jinx? Uh, I have. It's not a movie. It's not a fucking movie. I'm talking about, I'm talking about the real sophomore, jinx, the real deal. Right? We should write a movie called the sophomore jinx we about a quarterback that is a sophomore and he starts killing people because he's got the sophomore jinx. He's got the sophomore it's jinx. I like it's a horror film, yeah. but he kills him with oh, well, he's bad the quarterback. Passes. So like he's getting tons of pussy, but he's just killing all these hot girls. <laughs> what do you think? I like it. Uh, your creative Hollywood juices are flowing here. I knew it, man. I knew it. <laughs> I got missed it. Is calling. Uh, they get a bye week before they welcome the blue Raiders of middle Tennessee into Kinnick. And I think they're going to win that one. So I got them at three and one. You got them at three and one at Michigan. If Michigan's offense is not explosive, this will be a game, which it, which it hasn't been in, in the Harbaugh era. This will be a 13 to 10 game. Yeah. That sounds about right. You got to figure Gattis, Michigan, but Yeah. You got to figure it. They're either going to like get shut out by Iowa. Dangerous or, game though. For, or they'll start throwing dangerous the ball game for, for the Wolverines though. You fuck around. Iowa can punch you in the mouth. I'm going to give that one to Michigan. I got him at three and two. This is the one you want to circle. Yeah. They're Over home. the last few years, what are the games that they've upset? Uh, uh, Ohio teams? state, Michigan. Yeah. They should have beat Penn state. One time Penn state completed a fourth down and like last year, yeah, right? Yeah. I think last year or the year before one of the two. Gotcha. Um, this is their big upset over probably a Penn top state, 10 team. Penn state's going to lose this game. Wow. There it is. Do you feel the same way? This has started to become a predictable trend for Iowa football. And we'll see if this is a year that they can continue this. Uh, I kind of do see it that way. I think a lot of that has to do with Penn state. They're coming off a game against Purdue. Um, and they are going into a game against Michigan the following week. And Penn state would probably be about like top 10 to 15. Yeah. I was going to get up. It's going to be, it's going to be, it's going to be night game. I'm assuming it hasn't been announced yet. Yeah, I was going to be salty coming off a loss at probably a close loss against Michigan. They're going to come back and bite the fucking yeah. So four and Nittany two lines in the end. They're home to Purdue. I think they get that one. Yeah, it's going to be a good game. It is I a good game. Good. Five and two at Northwestern. Very losable game. Very winnable game for yeah. Iowa. But I'm going to give Northwestern. I'm going to give Northwestern two five and three. Then they get a bye week at Wisconsin. Classic ten to seven game probably or three six to three. Mm-hmm. They're going to lose this, but I don't feel that comfortable with that. One play could change this game. This is one of these two games at Northwestern and at Wisconsin. If Kirk Ferentz has an, a, a, an experienced team that's better than average, 
one of these two games will be wins that normally wouldn't. Yeah. So. Uh, home to Minnesota, home to Illinois. Those are wins. Mm-hmm. At Nebraska, they lose after Thanksgiving. Yeah. Um, turning into a decent rivalry there. I got them at, I got them at seven and five, and I know I'm probably wrong. I don't know that you are wrong. I think seven and five is, but you I just think that roster is better than seven and five. You may be right. You may be right. They don't tend to lose to teams that they very much should beat. You know, NC Nick's on the under. I'm on the under. Are you on the under? I think you are. <sighs> I think I am. I want this Nebraska, Iowa uh, game to be for the uh, big 10 West for all the marbles, for all the marbles in the big 10 West. And then, then you finally have that developing into a rivalry. That's, that's what they all envisioned when they, what do they call it? The heroes game or something. They should, they should, that should have been the fucking corn bowl, some bullshit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. I just feel like we're sleeping on them there. You want to talk about a team? You, you can probably place a pretty good bet to play in the, to win the big 10 West. I would say people are, are saying Nebraska. They're all saying Wisconsin. They're all saying Minnesota. I, mean, I don't hear anyone talking Iowa. You know what I mean? Yeah. That is a great sleeper value pick. Um, so let's keep this train rolling. Let's talk about you. One of your favorites. Good old Mike Loxley. Ooh. Three and three and 31 as a head coach <laughs> in college and in division one. college football. Sizzling record there. Uh, Maryland's coming off a five and seven season. They fired Matt Canada, which I actually thought, you know, this team was probably better than five and seven. They probably would have been a bowl team had they had they held you know, on to him. Or last year, had they just been in the, the Big Ten West or had an eight game conference schedule. I mean, this team beat Texas last year and should have beat Ohio State. A little two yard pass, they fucked up. And uh breaking the entire country's heart in the process. Yes. Now Kasim Hill uh transferred but they still have Tyrone Pigrome, and I, from what I understand, he's not going to start. They got Josh Jackson coming in from Virginia Tech. I don't know that Josh Jackson is better than Tyrone Pigrome. You think so? Uh, I don't know a lot about Tyrone Pigrome. He's the returning quarterback yeah. from last year. Yeah, he played well. Yeah, yeah. Josh he's Jackson better was legs, good too. I feel like. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, I guess their systems they're see, comparable. See, but Maryland went out and they did the all-time horrible move. Well, tell us a little more about Scotty Montgomery's system. Uh, well, I was going to say Maryland hired Scotty Montgomery. Oh, there you go. I, I stole your thunder there. Yeah. Yeah. That is a terrible move based on history. As an East Carolina guy, he was a horrible hire. I knew it was a horrible hire. NC Nick, my brother covers, uh, you know, he's a, he's a, he's NC Nick. He covers North Carolina schools better than most. It's true. He was, he's a big Duke fan, unfortunately, <laughs> but he, I mean, and I remember watching some of these games, but he also reminded me of how shitty Scotty Montgomery was as an OC at Duke, despite him getting the ECU job. Cause I was asking him, you know, maybe he'll be all right. He was recruiting good. And he's like, dude, yeah. he was a shit offensive coordinator at Duke. Riding, he reminded me of a few uh, games. Coattails of yeah. uh, Cutcliffe. Yeah, exactly. Reminded me of a few horrible decisions that happened in game. And now Maryland hires him. So I have a, I'm going to fade the Terps. That's the, that's, this is the year of me fading the Terps. All right. Yeah, Loxley and Montgomery on the same coaching staff does not bode well for player development, play calling, any of that stuff. Good for recruiting, but that's going to take at least a few years to come to fruition. So uh, for now, fading Maryland. Will he have a few years? That's if a, you lose enough, you know, they do have a, I mean, look, this team, Josh Jackson, Virginia Tech transfer. So, I mean, he was recruited, I think, pretty, pretty highly. Mm-hmm. They got Anthony McFarland. This running back's actually a beast. 
Yeah, he was. He was great last year. He, he had 300 yards rushing against uh, Ohio State. Yeah. That's to do with the uh, the dreadlocks? Yeah. Uh, he's a fucking he's animal. He's a baller. Can't believe he's back. They got a wide receiver, Deshaun Jones. This offense can move the rock. Well, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. They have Scotty Montgomery. They're not going to do shit. Um, defensively, they got one of the best safeties in in, in the country in uh, Antoine, Bo- Antoine Brooks. They got a good solid linebacker in Isaiah Davis, a good corner in Tino Ellis. But they still gave up a lot of fucking yards last year, so they got to fig- they got to figure something out. Patty C in Vegas, the Terps three and a half is the win total. I can tell you this, I don't care if that number's low. This team's got Scotty Montgomery. <laughs> I no numbers, no numbers low enough. Yeah, no numbers low enough. Although he won three every year at ECU. Hmm. Uh, there may be some disrespect going on here, especially for a team that was a hair away from beating Ohio State last year. I just don't see it. Mike Loxy, three and 31 as a head coach. That's a hard one to, to ignore. Okay. Week one, they get the Howard buys on Mike London's no longer there. He took the William and Mary job. Howard's going to get the win. <laughs> Maryland's going to get the win. And Syracuse week two. That's a loss. Yeah. Most likely. I, I got to ask you this week three <laughs> at temple temple whooped their ass. Last yeah. Year. Temple beat them by like 30 point, 35 to 14 in Maryland is temple coach proof enough as a program at this point in order to no matter what, get this win. My thing is I like temples Temple's smart with their hiring process. Yeah. Love the hire of Rod Carey from Northern Illinois. Yeah. Thought it was better than Manny Diaz, actually. I think it's a blessing in disguise. Yeah. Uh, so I think Temple's going to beat him. I think you're right. I think that's a, that's a pretty safe bet. And then they get a bye week. They're home to Penn State. Uh, they're going to start at one and three, and then they're at Rutgers. There's their chance. There's mm-hmm. the window. <laughs> they got to get that win. Rutgers is dog shit. I'm going to say they lose. You're a fucking... You're not giving Loxley any credit. Dude, that dude, Anthony McFarlane himself will beat Rutgers. I got the Scarlet Knights pulling off the upset. The Scarlet Knights are going. They are one and four. And then how do you see the trend that I I follow? It's called back-to-back away games. They're at Purdue one and five (laughs) home to Indiana one and six at Minnesota one and seven home to Michigan one and eight. At Ohio State, one and nine by week before they they play Nebraska, one and ten. At Michigan State, they're going one and eleven. Maybe, maybe they grab one other win. Buddy, let me look something up for you. What Mike Loxley's career? (laughs) Dog shit, dog shit, dog shit. I want to look up the last time Maryland football had a one win season. Nineties probably with Scott Milanovich. Ah. Uh, Jermaine Lewis. I went the wrong direction here. Let me see. It has been, they had a two win season in 2011. That was pretty bad. (laughs) That was not that long ago, buddy. Uh, And you're adding Scotty Montgomery to the mix. Two win season in 1997. Oh, they, they were bad for a while, but I must continue to go, go, go a long way. You're going to say that bear Bryant wants coach. They went. Oh, and nine in 1967. That's the last time they didn't achieve two wins. So we're talking about over 50 years since they've had a one win season. We were back at nine games in the season. The scarlet Knights. You're you're out of your mind. This team almost beat Ohio state last year. They got under armor back then. They got a lot of tools for recruiting. Don't cover. Scotty, you didn't cover Scotty Montgomery the way that we did. <laughs> All right. 
He's yeah. dog shit. The team is dog shit. The Scarlet right. Knights are going to pull the upset Patty C. The terrible Terrapins are in effect. All right. And now we get to some real football. The Michigan Wolverines. A lot of hype. Jim Harbaugh. 38 and 14 in his uh, five years at uh, Michigan. I don't understand why people say he's on the hot seat. He went 10 and three last year. That's not an unbelievable record. 38 and 14. I mean, that's a, that's a very good, that's not a fireable record. No, I mean, but if you're Michigan and you have look 38 and 14, will get you fired at a lot of places in the sec. You get you fired at Auburn and Auburn. That's the most unrealistic. I mean, right. Probably get you fired at Bama. Get you fired at Georgia. No, I don't know. They gave Rick. They gave Rick thirty years. <laughs> That's true. And I, I got an interesting stat for you, buddy. Yeah. Kirby Smart and Mark Rick had the same record after their first three years. Is that right? Isn't that interesting? That is interesting. So as much as we think, yeah. Mark Rick has done the same, and Kirby's. I mean, Kirby Smart's done the same as Mark Rick. That's true. Could they both have the same initial hype factor that gives them a couple extra wins, and then come back down to earth, or the way I see it the trajectory of the program based on recruiting and the way that they like compete in games looks like Rick or it looks like smart has a much higher ceiling for the well, course of you his gotta career. Wonder. You got to wonder the sec East being that down. Is that, is that's that convincing a you? That's a huge factor. Florida was f- won four games two years ago. Yeah. Florida alone, uh, let them get up. fucked Rick over a bunch. So let them get up. Let yeah. Tennessee come around, which I mean, who knows if that ever happens, but look, he went seven and one in the big 10 last year. You can't give this guy a hard time, right? But the offense was shit. I'll be the first one to tell you. And in comes Josh Gaddis. They're moving. They're, they're going to do some spread option. They're going to do some, some, they're going to, they're going to, this offense is opening the fuck up. Yeah. Schematically at the very least. Yeah. They have quarterbacks. Like we said, Shea Patterson had a bunch transfer out, but they, the, the ones that McCaffrey, have survived the fire, Dylan, is it Dylan McCaffrey, Dylan McCaffrey. Yeah. Yep. Uh, are solid son of Ed. Yes. And uh brother of uh Christian, the offensive line is loaded. They got John Runyon, who I think isn't the first offensive lineman named John Runyon. That's probably gonna make the NFL. I think it's actually his son. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. Damn. Time flies. Damn. No. Right. Damn. Right? We're old as shit. Uh, he must have been fucking at like 16 though. Well, if you're a big time star recruit and you got a stud stud, yeah, you know. I was probably on his recruiting visit that, that uh, <laughs> current John Runyon was conceived some Nancy games, <laughs> some attention. That's Boom. Right. Next thing you know, daddy, look, daddy Runyon, the offense. Uh, what do you think? What do you think? Patty C? Uh, I think there's some talent there. I want, well, they don't have to have the bread running back, which they haven't been able to get. So this little spread offense kind of fits their uh, recruiting pool that they've acquired recently a little better than what do they got two good tight ends, Nick Eubanks and Sean McKeon. This team, they do do tight ends. Well, under Harbaugh, they've, they've had some success there. Oh, Michigan's got a history of that. Jay Ramirez. Remember him? Yeah. Michigan tight end. That's right. You know what I mean? It's a very Michigan name. Yeah. Ramirezma. Yeah. Um, the defense, Don Brown still coaching the defense, Patty C. You got to like that. And they, they might've lost Devin Bush, but they step right up pretty much. I feel like Don Brown's got this thing rolling right now. Yeah. I would, Is he the best defensive coordinator in college football? I'd say him or uh, Dave Aranda probably. Okay. But they got a really good corner in Lovert Hill. They got dude. this defensive backfield, you know, it, this whole look at that. They have three stud linebackers too. Kalik Hudson coming back huge. Had a little bit of an average year last year. 
didn't quite live up to my expectations, but damn okay. good, damn good guy. Okay, Vegas says the win total at ten and a half. Patty C, that's bold. That is a lot of fucking wins. I can tell you this: when I first think about that, I'm thinking, hey, they're probably going to go ten and two. That would be the under. So you're saying they can only afford to lose one game? Under without, I mean, with a quick glance at the schedule, under. Uh, they open up against Middle Tennessee. That's a win. Yeah. Week two, they welcome the Army Black Knights and one of Patty C's most uh, in the game of the year. My number one most anticipated game of the year. Army goes into Ann Arbor, and if they pull this upset, they're probably going undefeated with a potential Big Ten Conference champion win on their resume. How do you keep that team out of the invitation? (laughs) I hope that happens, but the schedule's not very tough for the Black Knights. Um, You know what? Don't throw salt in my dreams here. (laughs) This is America's year. Okay. they get a bye week, then they're at Wisconsin. There's a possible L, but the That's bye a good definitely bye week helps. Right there. Yeah. I'm going to give them. I'm going to say they're 3-0. I think they can. Yeah. Home to Rutgers, 4-0. Mm-hmm. Home to Iowa, 5-0. We gave them that at the Illini, 6-0. And then comes a, uh, a, a really two challenging two-game stretch. stretch here at Penn State, which is a loss. Yeah. 6-1. and one. I think they rebound against Notre Dame. I think they beat Notre Dame 7-1. and one. At uh, the the Terrapins of Maryland, eight and one. Then they get a bye week before they're home to Michigan State. Great buys, great scheduling. Yeah. Um, they should win that game at home. They lost the last time they played this at home. Yeah. Well, they they I I want to say they have to at some point turn the corner and stop finding ways to lose games. Okay. And then at Indiana, dangerous game, look ahead game to Ohio State. Feel like they almost lost this one a couple years ago. Again, which one of these were with Ohio State? You have to figure Harbaugh is going to do have a little more coaching uh, chops than Ryan Day at this point in their careers. She's so saying you, eleven and one. But you know what? I think they're going to lose somewhere in that process. I think we're given uh, the Wisconsin. The Wisconsin game. game is a huge like overlook to just give the them a Iowa win on. Game is a dangerous one. The Notre Dame game, the Michigan State game. Yeah, there's two losses on that. Season. I'm going to go on the under. The Army game. Yeah, I'm on the under. NC Knicks on the under. You're on the under. Yeah, I hope they go over. I love Michigan, but I love Harbaugh. But prove it first. Ten and two would be a damn good season for Harbaugh. What, what do you mean? I mean, it's been pretty it's average season. Right? <laughs> he, I mean, he's apparently on the hot seat. But I guess if he gets the Ohio State win, that would th- relieve. There's him. a sigh of relief coming. Yeah, man. If he goes zero five his first five years out of the gate against Ohio State, that hot seat is going to be. Absolutely scorching. And he leaves to take the uh, <laughs> Chicago Bears job. Yeah. Well, I don't think the Bears are going to fire their guy. He's I don't even too know. good. Some some NFL job. Um, yeah. Let's talk Spartan football, Patty C. All right. Mark D'Antonio. You know, he's been there a while now. Believe it or not, longer than you would think. 13th year at Sparty. Coming off a seven and six season. That's normally a bad season for, for Sparty. Yeah. Uh, this team returns. I know this off the top of my head without me even like looking into this. They, I think they don't have the most starters returning or the second most starting res- starters returning out of all the power five programs. Wow. Again, a team with this uh, conservative pound the rock play defense mentality, a la Utah and Iowa. If they're experienced, then you have to think that their win total is going to improve. Yeah. And they bring back your favorite, Brian Lewerke oh, yeah. at quarterback. 
just the most typical Michigan State quarterback I can think of. They got a running back Connor Hayward. Look, and they got depth in the backfield with Ladarius Jefferson, Weston Bridges. I mean, look, this receiving corp, you know, uh, they got, they don't pass the ball enough for me to take this serious, but I'm saying, uh, they got a guy, you know, uh, Daryl Stewart over 500 yards last year, you know, Cody white, good tight end and Matt Dotson. Michigan state's going to have NFL talent on that roster. I mean, the defense is, is loading up. I mean, that's what Dan, that's a, this is a class kind of like Ferentz. Yeah, this is a classic team that you were. Are we probably underestimating because how good? There's just not enough flash that pops out. But they're going to be coached up. They're going to be disciplined. You know, they led the nation against the run or in 2018 against the run. Yeah, very very slept on stat. Very very. But typically, that would result in more wins. Seven and six. Well, Brian Lewerke was injured, and also he the offense was really bad. I'm going to give Lewerke a little more credit than uh, the typical Michigan state quarterback. Now, I mean, and there have been good Michigan state quarterbacks, but they're never super impressive athletically. Lewerke has jumped off the screen a couple of times. It's like, okay, that guy can move around. He's got some arm arm action. The strength of this Michigan state team is the defensive line. Yeah. They have a top 10 defensive line in this country. Yeah. Uh, safety, David Dow, also a beast linebacker, Joe Bocci, Patty C once again, I am left like Iowa, pretty much like Iowa. Like I'm thinking, you know, how, how am I sleeping on this team this much? Win totals at eight. I can tell you just off, off reading all that shit. I'm like, how are they not gonna win more Nate games? Right. They get the golden hurricane of, of the very golden hurricane of Tulsa week one should be a win. I agree. Western Michigan week two should be a win. I agree. Week three, they get the sun devils of Arizona state could be a tough game, but the, the long road trip for Arizona state, I would favor Michigan state three and oh, yep. at Northwestern week four. Great game. Very good game. Should be a loss. I don't know if that should I'm gonna be go a with a win. You're going to go with the win. There. I'm going to go with the win. Pepper show has been winning 10 games a year for a while now. I don't think they're going to get 10 this year. The West is better. Mm. Cross division opponents are harder. All that said, I don't know that the quality of their team will be any worse, even if their competition Michigan is better. Michigan State's going to win that game, Patty C. You fucking go think about yours for a little <laughs> bit longer before you say four, that. 4-0, oh, then they're home to Indiana, 5-0. Oh. You got them at 4-1, and one, right? I got them at 5-0. and oh. No, 4-1. Oh, four four, yeah. yeah, then they're at Ohio State. They'll lose that. Sometimes they win this one. At Ohio State, do they? They did. I feel like a couple they years win. ago, they did. Did they? Yeah. No, that was at Michigan State, right? No, they Where the won. guy hits the field goal and uh, they beat they won the electric guitars a couple years ago. Okay, they did. Oh wow, holding me to it. I love it. They get back to back at Ohio State and at Wisconsin. That's fucking brutal. They're probably taking two L's there. I agree. And then there'll be what? That's five and two. They get a bye week, then they're home to Penn State. They're going to beat Penn State. They probably will. Yep. They probably will. You get a bye week to refocus. And a bye week Six afterward. Not, not going to be looking yeah. ahead. Six and two. They get a bye week and then they get Illinois in East Lansing. Seven and two. Then they're at Michigan, Patty C. And, uh, Harbaugh needs this one. Harbaugh needs this one bad. I'm going to say they lose that. So seven and three. Then they're at Rutgers, eight and three. Home to Maryland, nine and three. I am on the over in What's the Spartans. The, uh, eight it's at eight. Eight? Yeah. I got them at eight because uh, I think they lose that Northwestern game. But I think I have to agree with you. I think the play, even though 
I'm right at eight. I don't see him only winning seven. So nine is the safer bet yeah. there. I uh, wouldn't touch it, but I like it actually. Yeah. I think, cause I think they could also bite Wisconsin's got a freshman quarterback. They could win that game. Well, Michigan state has proven that they're capable. Didn't they make the fucking uh, yeah. invitational a yeah. couple years ago? Yeah. They took an ass. The last time they played in, 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 in Ann Arbor, they got the dub. Yeah. Maybe it is a pretty good bet to take the over there. I like it. I like it. I like it a lot. Um, Brian Lewerke will be your next Brian Hoyer. He will be in the NFL. Yeah. They just produce a bunch of those like quarterbacks like that. Losing in the first round of the playoffs. What was that one quarterback's name? Drew Stanton. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. Kirk cousins, obviously they, they produce them though. They make the pros at least. Yeah. Again, well coached a little more uh, talent coming out of East Lansing than Iowa city at the quarterback position. That's true, but Iowa still puts them out, right? Do they? I feel like Who some the of their fuck is an Iowa quarterback. The guy before Nathan Stanley's in the NFL. That Drew uh, Drew Tate was it? Yeah, Drew Tate. The, there was a guy pro? before him though. Yeah, he made the pros. Okay, uh, let's talk row the boat, Patty C. But before I talk row the boat, I want to tell you that the college experience is brought to you by mybookie.ag. It's football season, and mybookie is home to thousands of preseason football bets for college and pro. NFL win totals, college win totals, Super Bowl futures, make playoff bets. They have it all. They have it all, Patty C. over at mybookie.ag. do they ever. Mybookie even has a unique player futures, like the first rookie to score a touchdown, first rookie to throw a TD pass. And don't forget to enter the mybookie.ag NFL Super Contest, only $100 to enter. No proxy needed in a hundred thousand dollars prize guaranteed in the first place. Every dollar they collect goes back into the prize pool. Yeah, you heard it right. No rake going on here. Besides their wide selection of bets, they're also offering up to a thousand dollars first deposit bonus using the promo code SGP one hundred. That's right up to a thousand dollars in free bets using the promo code SGP one hundred over at mybookie.ag. It's a you lot play, of money in free bets. You win, you get paid. That is a lot of money in free bets. So what the hell are you guys doing? Get on over there. Sign on up. All right, let's talk Minnesota football. Talk about teams that are signing up, getting a lot of hype, <laughs> getting a lot of <laughs> They're hype. Definitely signing up. <laughs> they're signing up for something over there. All right. Cause I, I tell you this, I don't know if it's, if they're getting the sports illustrated magazine subscription or what, because I've seen some big time, publications predict Minnesota to win the West this year. Patty C. Ooh-wee. I don't know that I'm by, I'm not, I don't know that I'm drinking the water. Yeah. They got good running backs. That's for sure. They got Bryce Williams, 500 yards. They got Rodney Smith, Shannon Brooks. They got talent at the running back position. O line seems to be decent. Seems to be decent. They got a six, nine, 400 pounder and, and Daniel, uh, fucking falafel. I don't know how to pronounce his last name. <laughs> <laughs> Oh God! And, uh, look, <laughs> mildly racist. <laughs> uh, Daniel fucking falafel. I don't know. I, I look at that. I don't know. Fala lately. All right. Uh, Tyler Johnson, great receiver. They got Rashad Bateman. They got good options now. Quarterback. They they got to figure out who's who's the guy here. Who's the guy, Patty C? Who do you think? I mean, we got Zach An- Anikstad. You got Tanner Morgan. Got Jacob Clark, Cole Kramer. You tell me, Dan Debase, because I have no fucking idea what Minnesota's doing. I'm assuming it's gonna be. I'm assuming it's gonna be Morgan, but I. 
Your guess is as good as mine here. I got it. to row the boat takes many. <laughs> yes. That is an old, old saying that we all are familiar with. Um, look, what are you doing over here? Last year's Minnesota schedule. Is there a less predictable team in college football than Minnesota? What do I look? Yeah. Yeah. Did they beat anyone? Good. The, all their, like they sometimes Purdue. their offense is on fire. Ass. Yeah. Sometimes they, they, their defense they beat Wisconsin's is ass at Wisconsin. Yeah. And they beat Georgia Tech in the in, in the uh, fucking quick lane auto zone bowl. Um, I don't know what to expect out of this team. They 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 haven't uh, shown any consistency. Although they had a decent season, seven and six. They got Antoine Winfield. They beat fucking Fresno. Was that Fresno one of two losses? Fresno from- was at the one yard line. Hey, a uh, close win is still through, a win. Through an, through an HB toss pass, <laughs> and maybe one of the best interceptions I've ever seen, where yeah. he one foots it, one hands it. And t- put the, it's kind of Charles Woodson style. Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, I, I have Fresno getting the revenge this year. I really yeah, do. You have to figure. Um, but they, I mean, defense is pretty good. Uh, Antoine Winfield at safety, one of the better in the country. You got Carter Coughlin at linebacker comes off the end. Also sometimes Thomas Barber at linebacker. Uh, this, this team, Patty, are you buying the hype? Cause the win total Vegas sets is a strong, Seven and a half. Mm. That's kind of bold, right? That is bold. Kind of bold because when you look at this year, I don't know. He's schedule. rowing the boat to another uh, win this year. Gets him to eight. That that doesn't seem outlandish. I think outlandish when you see they're playing with fire on the out of conference schedule this well, year. You, you, no heavyweights, no, no power fives, but right. they could lose any one of those games. Yeah, surprisingly decent out of conference scheduling without a power five team on. On the they get the Jackrabbits on Thursday, August 29th, uh, an FCS playoff team. Tread lightly. Tread lightly. Yeah. Jackrabbits, a surprisingly intimidating uh, name for a team. Love the name. Yeah. I wish they would go you up. Just them and the Bison yeah. need to go D1. Yeah, they do. So, Mountain West, are you listening? Yes. Hello, McFly. <laughs> uh, you, when we did that thing where we picked every game of the season, you had South Dakota State on the upset. Are you sticking to that? No. Okay. So you have Minnesota one and know like I do. Yeah. Right. Week two, they're at Fresno state. And I can tell you this, they're going to lose. Yeah. I, I feel pretty good about that one. Yeah. Uh, week three home to a triple option, Georgia Southern team tough coming back from cross country. Or I guess that's not that much cross country halfway. <laughs> And then you take on the Eagles of Georgia Southern. Who it's a good trip. They, they play the triple option. Is defense going to be ready for the triple mm, option? There is a chance they'll be a little jet lagged. You know, not not what you want coming into a triple option week. Georgia, but Georgia Southern won at Florida not that long ago. I don't know who to pick in this game. I'm going to go Minnesota. I'm going to go Minnesota too. I don't like it. They could get bit by any of these teams. Yeah. I got them at two and one. They get a bye week. They're at Purdue. I got them at two and two. Yeah. Purdue's going to get revenge for last year. Sure. Week, uh, the following week, they get Illinois for homecoming. Uh, got them going. That's a win. Big fat W. Yeah. So I got them at three and two. And then hosting Nebraska. That's a loss. Three and three. We're giving Nebraska a lot of credit. I think before you gave this one to Minnesota it. when we did the. Uh, we did the. I will. I'll. I'll uh, I think. Minute. I think Nebraska's getting a little too much credit here. I am on the Cornhuskers to get this done. Then they're at Rutgers, and then they, that's a win. So they got what? One, two, three. I got them at four. Four wins there. Mm-hmm. 
home to Maryland, five wins. They get a bye week and then they're home to Penn State. Who wins that game? Uh, Penn State. Yeah, I think so. Then they're at Iowa. That's a loss. Then they're at Northwestern. It's probably a loss. Then they're home to Wisconsin. Likely a loss. Uh, they do avoid Michigan, Michigan State, and they Ohio might, State. Yeah. Kind of nice. Uh, I'm going to give them, I think they might beat Northwestern or something. They're going to upset last four. They're going to upset one of those teams. So I'm going to give them what? One, two, three, four, five. I'm going to give them six and six. I'll give them seven and five. Either way. We're both on the under. Yeah. NC Nick is on the under, and NC Nick locked it up. Yeah, that assumes that they don't get outraced by the Jackrabbits or uh, optioned to death by Georgia Southern. Both distinct possibilities. Correct. Correct the Mundo. All right. Now we enter the good old, you know, you just called this team overrated, essentially. You called this team overrated. By the I'm talking about the Nebraska Cornhuskers. I certainly don't, don't think they deserve the credit they're getting at this point. Do I think they have a lot of potential? Yes. Do you remember what Scotty Frost did in year two at UCF? Yeah. Well, everyone's under the assumption that he's going to replicate that. Maybe, maybe that was an anomaly or maybe UCF just has that much more talent than the programs they're playing against. Here's another thing. Did, is, did you see the tide turn? <laughs> you can see a tide. Turn. <laughs> I saw the tide turn just like I did with a little bit of UCLA, but especially Nebraska towards the end of the year. I started to buy in more and more. What was uh, the deal with uh, uh, Adrian Martinez? Did he uh, did he finish the year or was he injured the whole season? Yeah, he, he got injured. I he think came back that. maybe for a game or two, but he he missed a lot. They didn't. They had they were starting a fifth string quarterback because of what everyone else transferred out. Because when Frost came in, all these transfers left and they, they were just in disarray. So what uh, what was it? When did the tide turn for you? The Ohio State game. Yeah. They oh. seem to compete in that game pretty well. Um, and they get there. I look at the team. I mean, yeah, I do think it will take another year or two to get like really good players in there, but uh, they got good skill position. They need their offensive line to step up for them. All right. Their skill position players are pretty good. JD Spielman. Good. Jack stall stole, whatever the hell it is. Uh, I mean, I'm telling you, I, they get a Georgia tech transfer and Diedrich mills to keep the, uh, Keep keep the ball on the rock. He had what over a thousand yards and twelve touchdowns with Divine Azigbo. <laughs> I think I got that one right. Actually, sophomore Maurice Washington, dude. This team has all. I mean, they have talent on the offensive position. The offensive line, a little bit of a question mark. Got to make sure they they take care of that. Yeah, but I think Frost is a good enough coach. He's gonna figure out ways, man. Figure out ways to get this done. This team started out. One, two, three, four, five. Oh, and six to start the year and finish four and eight. So I do see what you're talking about as far as the tide turning. That included a close loss by five points at Ohio State and to end the season, a loss by three points at Iowa. This team almost finished with six consecutive wins after starting 0 and six last year. I'm telling you, I'm bought in. Look at the defensive line. Darian Daniels at defensive tackle is a stud. Both defensive tackles, you know, Damian Daniels, Darion Dan- Daniels. They got some good linebacker play with Muhammad Bailey and Jojo Domaran or Doman. And uh even a good corner out there. I mean, look, this team. I'm high on Patty C. I drafted Adrian Martinez in my fantasy draft. All right. Win totals at eight and a half. 
I'm telling you right now, I'm not looking at the schedule, but I'm pulling it up. I am on the over. This team's winning the Big Ten West. I, there is certainly, I don't know if you would call it a sleeper anymore, but when you look at this schedule, it kind of lines up pretty well for them. Week one, they get the Jaguars of South Alabama. Blowout win. Yeah. Week two, they get the Colorado Buffaloes in Boulder. Revenge. Revenge. I feel two it. 2 0. Yeah. Home to Northern Illinois and Lincoln, three and zero. Revenge there a little bit. Uh, week four at the Illini, four and zero. Home to Ohio State, and I've had this one circled all year. This is the one Ohio State is going to get the shit kicked out of. Yeah, five and zero for Nebraska. Then they are home to Northwestern, six and zero. Wow, I'm with you. At Minnesota, you have Minnesota winning that. Yeah, I, I do not Minnesota have Minnesota bites them. I think Nebraska seven and zero. They get a bye week. They're home to Indiana, eight and zero. Patty C. And then this is the one that bites them. Then they get bit. At Purdue, I got them eight and one. I'll have them losing that one too. Eight and one. They get a bye. They're home to Wisconsin. They get it done. Yep. Nine and one at Maryland. Ten and one. Home to Iowa, eleven and one. Wow, I got them ten and two. I am all over the over in this one. Yeah, I gotta agree with you there. Especially if Adrian Martinez has a nice year this NC year. NC Nick is on the under. That piece of nothing. That's the first contrast we really got in this uh, Big Ten so far. Gotta like that one, Patty. See, got to like the that. The way the schedule lines up: getting Ohio State at home, avoiding Michigan State, Michigan, and Penn, and Penn State cross division. Gotta love it. Getting Wisconsin at home, Iowa at getting home. Iowa at yeah. home. This team actually has invitational uh, possibilities. Yeah, I agree. Look, uh, sick of paying to set up your office pool, office football pool that is. Save hundreds and start playing for free on PlayBalto. It's where the pros play. Play your favorite office f- pools the way you like it. As a manager, you can customize your pools thirty different ways. Patty C's trying to find 30 different ways not to be a douchebag, right? Save time. Can't tra- come up with one. <laughs> Save time tracking buy-ins and stream the entire management process from hours to minutes. Get started on Balto in 60 seconds or less. Sounds like a Nicolas Cage movie, huh? <laughs> Pickums and survivor <laughs> survivor pools have been treated as an afterthought. Nicolas Cage gets way too much burn on this podcast. <laughs> Pickums and survivor pools have been treated as an afterthought by the current site providers. Balto's the first site built specifically for pool style betting games. Stop getting charged on outdated lackluster sites that look like they're from the early nineties. Look, if you're running a football pool this season, make your life easy and do it on play Balto. Go to sports and click the play Balto link today. Woo man throwing huge dick. energy. I'm on fire. (laughs) I'm on fucking fire. You know who else is on fire? Pat Fitzgerald. Yes. He is on some fire, Patty C. Look, is there a uh is there a, I mean you gotta put him in the top ten head coaches, right? Sure. At a at a glance. You know, especially based on what he is Northwestern, he it's kind of almost the same thing as Stanford. This is a team that was basically considered to be not worthy of power five or even maybe FBS consideration less than 15 years ago. And here they are a power team played for the big 10 championship last year. Yeah. Uh, he's in his 14th year. 
I mean, getting it done. The offense was 12th best in the big 10. And he played for the big 10 championship. Figure that out. <laughs> His offense was 12th best, best in the big 10. That's called they, being Pat Fitzgerald. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, Clayton Thorson. He's uh he's on the Philadelphia Eagles, right? Now comes five-star transfer five stars at Northwestern Hunter Johnson coming over from Clemson where he backed up Kelly Bryant last season. So he transferred out. He said, Trevor Lawrence, fuck you. I'm going to Chicago or I'm going to Evanston. And you know what? That was a very, very wise decision. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Look, receiving corpse is good. They got Flynn Nagel. I'm sorry. Wait, he's done. They got uh, this guy caught 64 grabs. Bennett Skorinik. Cool off Bennett. Yeah. <laughs> they're quoting the commando blow off some steam. Bennett. That's what it is. Uh, they got JJ Jefferson getting 18 yards per grab. I mean, Patty C the running game, Isaiah Bowser, shout out to Scott Bowser had 86, uh, had 866 yards last year with six scores. They also have John Moten senior coming back. Uh, look, this offensive line is good. They need, to, they need three starters are gone, so they got to they got to do some retooling there, right? And I know Patty sees into retooling because he's a tool. So I see what um, you did there. But the defense is loaded. Nine starters back. Seven of the top ten tacklers back. This is what you're gonna like. They got a guy named Patty Fisher. They have their own fucking Patty. Right? Patty F. Patty Fisher and Blake Gallagher. You know what I mean? This is an Irish ass fucking team right yeah, here. Yeah, I tell you, bunch of Chicago Irish fucks. But let me tell you, man, uh, how many times can I say, tell you, let me tell you, let me tell you, <laughs> uh, defense is good though, man. Safety, J.R. Pace, Travis Willock, defensive end, Joe Gaziano. I'm telling you this team, it's, it, it, it's my boy over and under at six. Patty. See, don't True. insult me. Don't fucking insult me. They had it at six last year. He won nine. Yeah, that is a slap in the face of Pat Fitzgerald. I mean, it's tempting to do that. Look, last year, some of their games, sure, maybe close games. Not that impressive in some of their wins, but they beat some good teams. That's a tough five-game stretch they got. They did fucking give it to Utah in the bowl game last year. They did. They're not not a counterfeit 9-5 and team. Dude, they're a solid 9-5. Look at that five-game stretch from September 21st to October 26th. I don't know that there's a harder five game stretch in all of football. <laughs> Good Lord. Uh, okay. Well, they start out at Stanford. Maybe six wins is, is reasonable. They start out at Stanford. This is a winnable game, but I have a thing. You're going cross country. Give me Stanford to get that done. Yeah. Oh, and one, then they get a bye week. They're home to UNLV one and one home to Michigan state. I gave that to Michigan state. Uh, so I'm going to say, I think you did. I think no, I, I gave that to Michigan state. Think, you gave it to Northwestern. Yeah. I got them at one and two, and then I, I have them pulling an upset in uh, Camp Randall. I don't, so we both have them at two and two there. And then at Nebraska, I have them losing. Yep, two and three. They get a bye week, and then a Friday night nationally televised game on Fox Sports against Ohio State. Revenge is in the air, but they don't get it. I don't think they get it either. I got them, uh, what's that then? I got one, two, I got them two and three. Kudos for the Big Ten for getting out of their comfort zone and doing some Friday games. One, two, three. I got about two and four, uh, which means they're going to really need to win this Iowa game. They're going to win this Iowa game. Yeah. Uh, three and four at Indiana. We said this one, we gave it to Northwestern, even though if Indiana needs it Yeah. Four. I got them at four and four. They're home to Purdue. 
I think they beat Purdue. I think so too. Five and four, then home to UMass. Do they lay an egg against UMass? Uh, six and four, home to Minnesota at Illinois. This team's going seven and five or eight and four. Seven and four, and then they go to Illinois. They're going eight and four. I am on the over. I am going to lock this. I like it. I think it's a, it's a good lock. NC Nick locked it as well. You want to lock it? Triple locked it. Boom. We are on Patty Fitzgerald. Whew. Let me ask you this. What do you have to drink over there in that cabinet? I don't have much shit. There's some, uh, am I going to have to uh, drink the Kahlua straight? There's a, there's a, Oh, you want liquor? Yeah. Oh, okay. Cause I thought you meant in my fridge. Um, what do you want? A little vodka ginger ale? Vodka ginger. I'll, I'll go fix it up. You tell the folks, the good folks out there about who we got next year. We got the boilermakers. You oh. should, you should do a boilermaker right now. I, you're Is the there fucking a, one beer in the fridge. Uh, did you drink I think that? I drank them all. Okay, because I was say a boilermaker shot in a beer. You know what I mean? Oh. Uh, the boilermakers. Look, Jeff Brom, magical, magical season for them to uh, beat Ohio State like that, and then the the magic was really retaining Jeff Brom. Everyone thought he was going to be Louisville's head coach. He stayed true. He's not a sellout like most of these piece of shit college football coaches. All right. <laughs> Despite him not going to his. Oh, there you go. You got some Charles Shaw. Yeah, a little too much, Chuck. Yeah. Keeping it fucking classy. Yeah, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, you hear that? I want I want the fans to hear how classy we are. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Oh, my gosh. There you go. Drinking wine, mixing my wine with my beer. Life Look, is fucking good. David Blau may be on the, the, the Cleveland Browns in preseason and everything, but Elijah Syndergaard. Sin, sin, Sindelar. Uh... <laughs> Cinegar. I can't fucking talk. <laughs> Just dejected. <laughs> he, pl- he, they both split time last year. So I'm not stressing the quarterback position is my point. All right. Yeah. And they got Rondell Moore, who might be the best receiver in the nation. One of it's the best. Bold ass. He's David. no LaVishka Chenault. I'll be yeah. honest. LaVishka Chenault's a God amongst men. There you go. You know what I mean, I got amongst boys. Uh, look, um, I'm just saying we got to the Purdue Boilermakers. They replace a lot. They replace a lot. Here, let me have some of that wine. Yeah, let's see let's how see. he reacts to this. Oh, yeah, he doesn't like it. It's beautiful. This is a he's uh, a narc. He's a fucking narc. He is a narc of a dog. Um, I didn't know you were a red wine drinker, Patsy. I'm an alcohol drinker. Ooh, ooh. I've, I didn't want to stir up a mixed cocktail over there. I said, "What's the easiest thing I got in here?" I saw your mixers. What's that mixer we love so much called? Uh, Aperol or Campari? Hooch. Oh, oh, that makes, I'm sorry. I, I thought you meant, I, I'm fucking tired, bro. <laughs> Let me just get this shit. We should use the hooch. Hooch is quality stuff. Yeah. Shout out to, to if you, if you're looking for a great mixer for your alcohol, they cover it all. Rum, tequila, vodka, gin, anything. Hooch compliments all of them. Check out hooch. Give a little um, fizz to your drink. Check us out though. I mean, how many times can I say, check it out, man? I could tell I'm tired. Cause my, I have like six words that I can use. <laughs> Rondell Moore is back. They got uh, wide receiver, David Bell coming under freshman, uh, tight end Bryson Hopkins. Not, not bad, not senior and Milton, Wright. This offense should be rolling because that's what Jeff Brown does. Hell of a good coach. Love this hire. Patty C doubted me on this hire, right? Well, let me tell you, Patty C is full of shit. Defensively. They need a little help. They weren't very good last year. But you got line. Can my dog drink that water any louder? What did what did uh? Yeah, I know it's fucking. It sounds like a river in here. Yeah. Um, what did Brian Brom or um Jeff Brom do between the time he was under uh 
fucking what's his name uh, during his first stint at Louisville, uh, Petrino, because he was coaching there, right? Under Petrino, uh, yeah, he was at he was at Louisville as the OC, I think. Yeah, and then yeah. Uh, went to the Western Kentucky, then Purdue. Ah, uh, so he had a pretty good stint at Western Kentucky. Yeah, they were, they, dude, they were winning the Conference USA. That's right. That's right. So defense is the issue. Best players probably uh, linebacking cores. All right, Derek Barnes and Marcus Bailey, but overall. Defense gotta really step things up if they want any shot. If if anything, the defense is rebuilding. They they lost a lot, lost a lot off front off front on the offensive line as well. So it's gonna be interesting to see how this all shakes out, Patty C. Because Vegas has the Boilermakers at at a nice even seven wins. It sounds pretty reasonable. They start off week one at Nevada. They should win that dangerous game. That's a dangerous a little game. road trip yeah. there. Yeah, yeah it gonna, is a little dangerous. They are gonna win that one. And then week two, they're home to Vandy. Home to Vandy. Also a dangerous game. Yeah, a very losable game. Give them the win. I'm going to say they win this one. They're 2-0, and and this is where they're going to lose. I think you have them winning this one, though. I have TCU coming into West Lafayette and grabbing the win. I believe Fantasy was on Purdue when we covered the Big 12. Yeah, that's a tough game. Yeah. TCU underperformed from a record standpoint, but you know damn well they're still going to be super talented and well coached under Patterson. It's tough for me after the recent history to take TCU in that, but look, Colby convinced me with Brahm and he did a hell of a job last year. So give me the recent history. Three, and zero. I'm at two and one. They get a bye week and then they're hosting Minnesota. I got about three and one. You got them at, you got them at uh, four and zero. four and zero out the gates, baby. Then they're at Penn state. I got them at three and two. Yes. They take a loss there and they're home to Maryland. I got them at four and two. Yeah, I got them at five and one. Then they're at Iowa, take a loss there, four and three. Sure. Then they're home to Illinois, five and three. Yep. Then they're home to Nebraska, and I have them upsetting Nebraska. Wow. So I have them at six and three. And I think I got them at six and three too, because I think I got Nebraska winning that one. Okay. Then they're at Northwestern, and I'm calling for Northwestern to get that dub. Yeah. So I got them at what did I say, six and four now. Six and four. They get a bye week. They're at Wisconsin. I got them losing that six and five. And then they, they end the season with Indiana seven and five. I'll tell you this though. If I had take one, one to the other, the numbers at seven, I'm going to leave towards the under. Cause that is me beating the Nebraska. Like they could also lose the Vandy and I have them beating TCU, but they had a good year last year. They could still make a bowl and be under seven. Shit. I don't know if I like that under on that. You taking the over son? Uh, I don't know. I need one more year of Brom to really buy in. So you're buying, you're doing the under. I guess I'll, I'll Nick's on the under as well. Yeah. Look, we got only got three teams left. All right. It's the Ohio state Buckeyes, Patty C. No, it's not. It's Penn state. How did I almost, my alphabet's all fucked oh, up. It should be Ohio state because O comes before P in the alphabet. You're, you're alphabet supposed to help me here. It is this. all fucked up. I did just help you. There's too many screens. I open. expected you to be able to get O and P straight. We're not like five letters I'm into the I'm just drinking. I don't know what's going on over here. All right. You crazy bastard. Look, let's talk Penn state. I don't want to talk Ohio state until later. All right. All right. Penn state. Oh yeah. That's I, I agree with that. Fuck Ohio state. Yeah, Tommy Stevens is gone. All right. He's at Mississippi State. But now they have Sean Clifford. And I heard Clifford was beating him out anyway. What's going on there? They had a lot of players transfer away. Did they? They did. Jawan Johnson, one of their leading receivers, left for Oregon. Lost a tight end to uh or lost a defensive player to uh look to uh Utah. 
linebacker. I just feel like they lost a lot. Um, they have a little running back named Ricky Slade, who is a high, high, high recruit. Yeah. He's the man now. Sean Clifford, Ricky Slade. I feel like Franklin has this offense rolling. This is recruit. Like they have top talent. This is where the recruiting is paying off. Patty C. Yeah. Uh, they lost. They got three stars back, but they lost the whole right side to the NFL. James Franklin is the poor man's Dabo Swinney. Maybe not a particularly uh, accomplished coordinator on his own. I think he was actually pretty decent at Vanderbilt though. And Maryland. He was head coach, Maryland. No. Or at Vandy. Oh, at Vandy. Yeah. At Maryland, he was the OC. So I guess he does have a little more coordinator chops than uh, Swinney ever showed. So maybe I'm wrong on that. Defensively. Got to like the D line here. I don't want to pronounce you to gross matos matos. <laughs> Gross, gross, Matos. Uh, defensive tackle Robert Windsor. That's a good name. I like that. And cornerback John Reed. Thank you, John Reed. <laughs> Thank you for being out there. Safety Garrett Taylor. I'm liking this defensive. Uh, you know the names are much better than, uh, with the exception of Yuter Gross Matos. Um, Patty C. The win total in Vegas is at uh, eight and a half. <laughs> Fuck you. And the horse he rode in on. Go back to where you came from. With yeah. Your- Names I can't pronounce. Eight and a half. Eight and a half. They get the Vandals, one of the best names, by the way. Yes. Idaho Vandals, week one. Vandals, you know, I I didn't know what the fuck a Vandal was. I always just thought it was a random word. Turns out it's like uh, ancient Roman, like, tribe or something. Huh. That must have been, like, fucking assholes to, like, take a word and make it into Vandals. And then they landed in Idaho? Moscow, Idaho? That's right. They took that boat <laughs> in the early seventh century. Okay. Uh, look, I got him beating Idaho. I got him beating Buffalo. I got him beating Pitt off the uh, three. No. Yeah. They got to buy. We get Maryland four. No home to Purdue five. and No rolling. Then the upset comes at Iowa five That's and right. one home to Michigan. Six and one at Michigan state six and two. I already called that one. Sure. At Minnesota win seven yeah. and two. Home to Indiana, eight and two at Ohio State. Can they fucking finally do this shit? No, they will find a way to choke. They will. Eight and three. But again, if if Ryan Day isn't Urban Meyer, then maybe. They beat Rutgers. I got them at nine and three. The win total is eight and a half. This is an easy over for me. Yeah. They could end up beating uh, Ohio State. Ohio State or uh like uh some of the other the Iowa game or something like they did. A couple now years what ago. about that pit game? That is a little. That's, that could be college game day there. Pitt just lost their best defensive player for the year. Mm. That's going to sting. It's true. All right, let's talk about Ryan Day in the Ohio State. Probably the most interesting team in this conference. That's Michigan right there. Nebraska. Yeah, Nebraska too. But Iowa, uh, Ohio State, coming that, off a thirteen and one season, should have been thirteen and two. Fuck you, Maryland. <laughs> um, Fuck you, Penn State. Holy shit. Yeah. Uh, we start talking shit to Michigan or uh, to Mickey. Uh, I, I, it's my fault. I, you ruined you. I, I firmly believe that. Yeah. Mickey told me, he said, as soon as you started talking shit, I started they, what they go up by 13 points with five minutes left. What game did I do that to last year too? Like I, as much as I was giving you shit and then I did it and then it happened again. You know what? You, you know, when Might you did have been it, BYU, Utah, BYU was up like 21. <laughs> I remember when, uh, Ohio state was coming off their national championship and went to Virginia tech and Virginia tech was winning at halftime. And <laughs> you talking. said, they're going to win. 
And bang, the second half was just a fucking shit. I, I knew as soon as you said, it, I was like, damn it, we lost. What is it about that curse that when we do right. that, I feel like it's going. The football you know gods what? listen. Mine might've been basketball. Is that right? Maybe. I don't fucking remember. Look, they got this Georgia transfer, Justin Fields. He looked like shit in the spring game. I'm just going to say that looked like shit in the spring game, but I'm sure they'll find a way to make this work because he's surrounded by a ton of talent. Even though they lose three of the past four uh, top pass catchers from last year. They have an, a money, a money running back in a, uh, you know, a guy, JK Dobbins. He, this guy's a fucking animal. He's going to have over a thousand yards. He's a stud. Uh, receiver wise. They got Chris Olive. Olave. This team truly reloads. Yeah. I don't do, I mean, like I, some of these players, I don't know what I'm saying. Like they're going to be fucking great. All right. No. Offensive line was good in pass per, pass protection. Needs to work on the the ground aspect of the game. Um, Day, you know, comes in uh, the former Chip Kelly assistant. Good so, coach. Yeah, we'll, we'll see how this works out. Performed admirably in uh, Urban Meyer's offense for the first what three or four games last year. Yeah, they got a wide. I mean, wide receiver wise, KJ Hill, two offensive linemen that are uh, going to be in the pros. Defensively, they got a defensive end. They always have a good defensive end. Chase Young, uh, he's a stud. Safety Jordan Fuller, NFL. I mean, this whole fucking defense is NFL. Malik Harrison. Uh, Zach Harrison, once again, uh, stealing uh, Pennsylvania's top recruit, just like Terrell Pryor. Come on, Pennsylvania. Fence up your fucking state. right up, you bastards. All right, Vegas. Vegas says, Patty C, they say... You know, 10 wins for Ohio State. Uh, you know, right away, that sounds a little disrespectful. But um, but you have them losing, losing the Cincinnati week, yeah, too. Yeah, I mean, that's just... Uh, look, ignore that. Anyone who's listening, ignore that. But I'm I'm going to throw... I'm going to take one risky pick this year that probably won't happen. And I'm going to say that's the one. If I'm if I'm going to ask the football guys for anything, JMU West Virginia. Well, JMU West Virginia, yeah. but then Cincinnati Ohio State. Okay. Well, they started with Florida Atlantic. They're going to beat the tar out of them, and then uh, Cincinnati. I got them at two and zero, oh, and then at Indiana three and zero, oh, home to Miami four and zero. Oh. You got them at three and one there. You know what? Uh, scratch. They're going to. They're probably going to beat Cincinnati. They haven't lost at okay. home to a team from Ohio. So from, you're saying they're four and oh. for a hundred years. Okay. okay. Yeah. At Nebraska, I have them losing. Yeah, I think I do too. Four and one. Even that is a stretch, but no, no. I I've been I've been on I've been dead on with when they lose on the road the past couple of years. All right, all right. You have been. There is no argument there. Dead the fuck on, and by blowouts, by the way, in both ones. All right. Do you Iowa think this will be a blowout? This, yeah, I got this at like. Got this at like Martinez got this at like wild. thirty-eight to to twenty. Nice. Okay. They follow that up at Nebraska with uh, homecoming against Michigan State. They get it done. Yeah, this team is uh, is five and one. Nice buy here. Bye week at North- Northwestern on a Friday, six and Risky. one. Home to Wisconsin. That's a little slippery one. Yeah. They're gonna get it done. Seven and one. Get a bye week. Home to Maryland, eight and one. At Rutgers, nine and one. Home to Penn State, ten and one. At Michigan, that's when they lose. Ten and two. They lose this year to Michigan. They do. Now here's the deal. I know tens on the number. Yeah. If I had to lean one way, I would lean on the over. Oh, wow. You think Michigan needs to prove it? You think Nebraska may be a riskier pick than you're letting on? No. The Nebraska one, I feel pretty good about the Michigan one. I don't. Mm. 
They are a fucking talented ass team. NC Knicks on the over. Patty, Patty C, what are you at? I'm on the fucking under. Woo! Fuck Ohio State. <laughs> Ryan Day is going to look. Luke Fickle is getting his name in the news. He's having a spat with Jim Harbaugh at Michigan. He's gonna beat Ohio State. I want to. I want to say this. If what's his name has a tough year, yeah, and calls it quick at some point at Michigan State. Mm-hmm. Luke Fickle is their next head coach. Probably true. Probably true. Dan okay, Antonio. check us out. Want to get a, Want to get an advantage over the house this fall? You need to download BetQL, the only app you'll need to make smart bets this season. BetQL already has sharp data for Week One NFL games, so if you want an inside edge for who the pros are backing, you need to check out BetQL. Sharp data is also available for Week One of college football. Right? There are some very big point spreads, and you'd be surprised which side of the point spreads sharp betters are uh, backing. You can stay up uh, up to date with line movement with BetQL, track lines leading up to the kickoff. BetQL's powerful algorithm provides rated best bets each week based off of a detailed analysis of recent and historical team trends. And if you live in the New Jersey or Pennsylvania area, you can claim exclusive offers using BetQL's data to make the right bets. Head, over to, head, o, head to the App Store or Google Play Store to download BetQL and make sure you follow them on Twitter at BetQL app. Uh, look, we got two teams left. They're going to be pretty simple. All right, let's get through this fucking thing. Rutgers we got is the be Rutgers Scarlet Knights. This coach is fired. Just, give him, <laughs> just get him out of here now. They got McLean Carter coming in Texas Tech transfer. He, if he doesn't start McLean Carter... This coach should be fired week one. Chris Ash, seven and twenty-nine, one and eleven last year, oh and nine in the Big Ten. This this state needs a fucking New Jersey guy. They need Shiano back. Yes, they should hire him back. They really should. Yeah. Um if he starts Arthur Sikowski, who had eighteen interceptions and four touchdowns last year. And also sounds like the lead character of Revenge of the Nerds. <laughs> Dude, if they start him over over Texas Tech, McLean Carter. I'm going to fucking, I'm going to trash. I'm going to fly to Piscataway or wherever the fuck, yeah. New Brunswick. And, and you're going to spread Chris. Ashes oh my gosh. Ashes. I mean, what are you thinking? Four touchdown, 18 picks. How about you don't throw the fucking ball when, when it gets, <laughs> that's yeah. that's the worst I've ever heard. <laughs> that's, Four touchdowns, 18 interceptions. And they have him penciled in as the starter, even though you have grad transfer McLean Carter, who Dude. is at Texas tech and pretty solid at Texas tech. Might I add, right? If you haven't switched to the triple option by halfway through that season, you're just a terrible fucking coach. <laughs> I mean, what the hell? That's gotta be one of them. for power five. I can't think of one. I mean, even Georgia Tech who throws 13 passes a year. <laughs> right. It's better than that. Right. Um, look, the team the Ash is the defensive guy. Defense gotta get better. Offensively, the okay, Blackshear is a good running back. He's dangerous. Caught 44 passes out of the backfield, also had 600 yards rushing. Get that guy the ball more. Don't throw the ball. Just get get it to him and uh, Isaiah. Uh, I don't know how to pronounce his last name. Pachico. He got a good kicker in Justin Davidowitz. Uh, that is a huge factor in Rutgers' arsenal. So look, if you run enough to both your running backs, kick field goals, maybe. Maybe, maybe you squeak you out two wins. Or if you don't start Arthur Sitkowski and fucking start McLean Carter, you lemon-headed. You guys know the rest. Yeah. Okay. Defensively, they got uh, some good defensive backs. Avery Young and Damon Hayes. Defensive line needs a little help. And they got a great punter. Special teams wise, Patty C. 
They better have a great punter because that's all he does all fucking day. <laughs> right? Uh, look, Vegas says the win total is at three. Well, you know, to go back to what I was talking about before, the in-state capabilities of uh, or the in-state recruiting. Rutgers is the only Power Five team in state, and really the only F- FBS team in state. And so they should have what is a relative hotbed of recruiting in New Jersey all to themselves. They've just been getting raided by Michigan and Ohio state for so and Penn state for so and, long and, and starting to be Syracuse. Right. So if they can get Shiano Babers in there, has been very public about that, that he's going into New Jersey and taking their yeah. shit he, and, and Boston college. He's he's going and Pennsylvania. He said like, I'm coming to all your of those shit. Guys. Damn. Well, he's doing a good job of it, but whoever is continuing to hire these lemon headed coaches at Rutgers and not getting a New Jersey guy to put a fence around the state and fucking uh, here's my thing catered if to they their can't get Chiano. Yeah. My idea is not even a New Jersey guy. Jersey shore tendencies. Paul Johnson. Yeah, sure. From a win standpoint, but here's where I push back against that. You have said yourself that Paul Johnson phones it in as it relates to yeah, recruiting. But, but do you want to, you want five wins at least? <laughs> right. But all you have to do is recruit well. And the talent is there. I like there being one triple option team in in the middle of a conference that does not run triple options. So you're just like, Oh fuck. Yeah. You know? I mean, you're right. You're, you're definitely going to get like your share of wins just based on that. Um, but I think this is a sleeping giant, even though that sounds fucking stupid coming from a team that's never won anything. Well, we saw it when the, when the Shiana was there and they were fucking yeah, they put, yeah. put, put a bunch of pros in the NFL for one moment. Yeah. We, we got a glimpse of what Rutgers really could be with the right. And then he guy. left for the Buccaneers and sucked. Yeah. And now they won't bring him back. Yeah. All right. Three wins week one, Friday, August 30th. UMass comes into Piscataway, New Jersey. They're, They're going to beat that UMass. Win. Yeah. Yeah. At Iowa, week two, loss. By week, home to Boston College. Any chance? No. No. One and two. At Michigan, one and three. I called for them to beat the Terrapins on Saturday, October 5th. Two I and called three. you an idiot. <laughs> they're going to be two and three. No, they're not. Then they're at Indiana, loss. Yes. Two and four. Home to Minnesota, two and five. Here's a chance. Yep. The Liberty flames come up to Piscataway and I think they Liberty's going to win this game. <laughs> Liberty's going to win this fucking game. I got them beating Liberty. I got them beating Liberty you, and check this out. Of, check this out. Yeah. The following week they play at Illinois and I gave that to Illinois, Yeah. but tread fucking lightly. Cause you, you let them steal two in a row. They're going to be at four wins. <laughs> the Chris Ash train is rolling. If you get four wins there and then you got Ohio state, Michigan state and Penn state on, on deck. Yo, if they get that touchdown to interception ratio down yeah. to like one to two, <laughs> who knows? Look, uh, but here's the deal. If they were to beat Liberty and Illinois, they could have four wins and that would be the over. I only have them winning Liberty. So that's at three. And if I had to, to, to choose one side of that, I'm going to go on the under Wait, what's the over under three lock the under <laughs> lock the under as hard as you can. <laughs> can you lock the, you're I locking did. that I for, locked me? It for you. you. Uh, NC Nick's on the under as well. Good Lord. All right. Last but not least, before we get the fuck out of here and move along with our week comes along the Badgers of Wisconsin. Interesting team to me because they're starting a freshman quarterback you know, at their Horner books, fucked one of the offensive linemen. 
I mean, no, I'm sorry. The girl, Did he really? <laughs> <laughs> he fucked with the girlfriends of the Horny offensive bro, line. Yeah, that'll do it. <laughs> that'll get you kicked <laughs> off of any roster. Uh, <laughs> Woo! Team meeting. Right? <laughs> Emergency uh, team meeting right? after that one. <laughs> uh, look. <laughs> I didn't mean to say that. I did not mean to say that. All right, look. Alex Cornerbrook, he from what I heard, he plowed one of the <laughs> offensive lineman's uh, girlfriends. Almost as as uh, traitorous of a move there. <laughs> so now he's at Florida State, and they and Wisconsin's trying to find. They got a, They got a, a, a big big recruit coming in. Paul Chris coming off an eight and five season, five and four in the Big Ten though. Ouch. Forty two and twelve though as as a head coach. But I wonder how much of that though is uh, our boy Justin Wilcox leaving the Cal, like we've mentioned. Look, the 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 star freshman Jack Cohn sounds like a fucking novel uh, <laughs> by like uh, Tom Clancy. Yeah, Tom Clancy. <laughs> um, Jack Cohn comes in, and he's supposed to be the answer. Much like Jack Salt at UVA. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's very true. Um, the line loses lost a lot, but it's it's fucking Wisconsin. They got these gigantic fat motherfuckers eating cheese, <laughs> lipid loving. Right, they're gonna be great offensive linemen. They got Jonathan Taylor's a stud running back, dude. He ran for over two thousand yards and sixteen touchdowns. How about you get that fucking guy the ball and hand it off three million times, and that's the end of the season, and you win nine games, ten games. All right, receiving core. Uh, not bad. AJ Taylor, Danny Davis, Kendrick Pryor, tight end Jake Ferguson. How uh, long has it, Wilcox been gone now? Two years. And so. the the past two years have been the more challenging years for, for the Badgers. We are going to see if they can recover defensively. Uh, I can tell you this defensively. I, I do like Jim Leonard as a defense coordinator. I like how aggressive he is. Studied under Rex Ryan with the Ravens and the Jets. But uh, you got got some good talent linebacker Chris or Zach Bond, defensive end Isaiah Loudermilk reminds me of Kirk Loudermilk. Great the, name, yeah. Uh, free safety Scott Nelson. This defense should be pretty good. Patty C. Vegas has the win total at eight. Are you buying in? I can tell you this: don't sleep on Week One. You let a true freshman quarterback. By the way, I, South Florida returns a shit ton of players. If your boy Charlie Strong can coach at all, it should be a closer game than you think. Yeah. Boy. I don't know who to take in this game. You know what? Give me the upset. Give me the fucking. I can tell you this. Bowls. I'm taking South Florida in the points. And uh, give me Wisconsin by a field goal. This is going to be a close game. It's going to be a fucking scorcher in uh, yeah. Raymond James Day. Freshman quarterback. I mean, I don't know. Week two, they get the Chippewas in Madison. That's a win. You got them at one and one. I got them at two and zero. Oh. They get a bye week. They welcome Michigan. I got them losing this. Yeah, me too. Two and one. Then they're home to Northwestern. I got them losing this. Two and two. I got them winning that. Two and two is for me. Then they get Kent State. Three and two. Yeah. Then they get Michigan State. Four and two. Mm-hmm. At Illinois. Five and two. You almost had it. You, yeah. you had the ill part, but the then noise. You, the, uh, pronounce the S there. Yeah. Uh, Baby steps. Then, then we have at Ohio State. That's a loss. Five and three. Five and three. 
wait, wait, but I have, Oh yeah. We're, we're, we have the same records. Um, they get a bye week. Then they're home to Iowa six and three. Then they're at Nebraska seven and three. No, no, no. I'm sorry. Six and four mm-hmm. home to Purdue seven, seven and four, seven and four at Minnesota. I'm going to say they lose at Minnesota. I'm not, I'm going to say they win eight and four for the win totals at eight. What have they been doing for the last few years? Last year, this team. Minnesota beat them last year in Camp Randall. True. They were eight and five last year. Look, I just can't believe that this uh, trend, and they got whipped by Minnesota last year in Camp Randall. Uh, look, they had some bad losses last year. The West is better. The West is better. Um, where they counterfeit the whole time, and the West was just that bad. There is definitely an element of yeah. that. Then again, they fucking destroyed Miami in the bowl game. 35, three last year. Miami They're still a sucks. good team. They beat Purdue in West Lafayette last year. Granted it took overtime, but um, Who this, do you got? this team wasn't that good. I'm going to take the over. Wow. NC Knicks on the under as well. I feel stupid for doing that, but this is a uh, finally some contrast. This is a good team. Overall, it was not that much contrast in the big 10. I think we are on different. We're on different sides on Wisconsin. Nebraska with NC Nick on the under and uh, we are on different sides on Penn state. Yeah. And I think that does uh, in, in Ohio state. Look, I want you to consider this, What? okay, I'm going back. I'm doing this the pokey slow way, but prior to last year, four straight 10 plus win seasons for Wisconsin, a nine win season Cox effect Wilcox. and the S and the big 10 West being worse. True, but this team has won less than eight games, and I'm just going to keep going back. It's been a while. It's been a long time. Well, I, it's been a, a long time yeah, since this the podcast is going to end be time, yeah. before I find the last time they won. Up oh, yeah. there it is. 2008 was the last time they and they got seven wins there. So. And that's going to happen this year. So book it, fucking book it, guys. I'll be in the Bay Area doing stand up this whole week. Uh, if you're in San Francisco, if you're in Santa Cruz or Eureka or Humboldt, get at me. We will be doing stand up throughout all those. Check out the Shanti green.com for that shit or my Instagram or Twitter. You can find me on Twitter at the Colby D. You can find Patty C on Twitter at Patty C831. You can find the sports gambling podcast network at the SGP network. I'm getting a little lonely out there where some of you fucks follow me. Yeah, I don't really do it. I don't, I don't, I don't churn out the content but I like the follows. It you makes like me love. feel good. Yeah, exactly. You wake up in the morning. You look at I say me. someone followed me. Yeah. You know, I'm begging for followers here, people. So give Patty C a follow. Scratch He's my back. I'll, I'll lick your ass. You know, th- you know how this routine works <laughs> it with gifts with gifts. Yeah. Um, look, if you could leave us a nice iTunes review too, we'd appreciate that. You know, we really would appreciate it. We got the season coming. College football, full swing. Week zero picks coming. SEC preview coming. This is the college experience. You better start thinking about yours. Woo!